For over 10 years, we've been bringing you killer metal music and frank discussions about heavy metal. Wait, who the hell is Frank? You are tuned into MSR Cast, brought to you by Mainstream Resistance. Here are your hosts, Kerry the Metal Geek and Sean the Metal Pigeon. Keep it metal. This is James Avera from Hellstar and Sabbath Judas Sabbath. Rock out with your geek out. Welcome, my friends, to episode number 277 of MSR Cast, your heavy metal podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Carrie the Metal Geek, along with... Sean the Metal Pigeon. How are you, sir? Very good. Feels like uh, every time we fucking say it, it's been a long time. Yeah. We're going to start doing more, but we have a very special episode for you tonight. Um, Some say our show is this topic. Yeah. Some say our podcast is underrated. Yeah. Even though we've been doing it for almost 20 years now. Right. That's still underrated, right? Yeah. That's the definition of underrated. Yeah. I mean, we have to establish what this means. So according to the dictionary, underrated is an adjective not rated or valued highly enough. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah. What's the difference between underrated and overrated? We're going to get into overrated. Yeah. And we're going to get into rated, just plain Proper, rated. I would say properly rated. Properly rated. rated? Yeah. Underrated is an adjective, but is also the past tense of the verb underrate. It is somewhat more common to it is somewhat more common to call something underrated than to say that people underrate it. All right, hmm. so we are talking about underrated bands this episode. Yeah, this when I first thought about this topic, um, actually, somebody in the Metal Geek Society page posted. About one of the songs that uh, one of the bands that I want to play tonight. Hmm. Um, he Brian Hewler is a good fan, a good friend of the show, been a fan for a long time. Posted on March 4th, severely underrated album. This was Geezer Butler's project with Burton C. Bell and Dean Castronova. Of course, he's talking about the the GZR project, Plastic Planet. Great album came out like 90 mid, mid 90s or something like that. Got me thinking, uh, at the same time, how about we talk about our favorite underrated bands of all time? Yeah. And when I when I think of underrated bands, it's for some reason for me, it takes me back to my younger days, 80s, 90s, that type of era of music for me. Uh, there are some bands in my list that are more current that I think are underrated that I'm really into, but a lot of it is... It's older bands. And we're going to talk about bands and genres. We're going to play some songs from both of our picks. And we're going into this episode completely blind, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I have no idea what, what your picks are. Um, we didn't really discuss this ahead of time. Um, I think, you know, the thing with un- when you're talking about uh, older bands, mostly older bands, for me, that makes sense because... And you just, just you just built something back there. Um, yeah, bands with a bands that have a lot of albums are by virtue more liable to be underrated just by okay. having existed longer. Um, well, and, like I mean, a, a new that's band. Not true. I mean, a band could have one album and still be very underrated, very influential, but very underrated. No, that, that's true. So I mean, but. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I guess these things are flexible. I just think like a new band that came out a couple of years ago that only it's has all, two it's albums. All very out. nebulous. <laughs> yeah, like I, I wouldn't. For me, my definition of of a band that's underrated wouldn't be a new band that came out two years ago or four years ago that only has like one or two albums out. For me, it's just like yeah, they're just a band on the rise. Not a lot of people may know about them yet. Sure, doesn't necessarily mean that they're underrated. It could just mean that they're properly rated because not enough people know about them. They're underrated in the fact that people don't know about them yet. Underrated, I think, are bands, uh, in my opinion, that might be a favorite of mine, um, but I don't think enough people really know about them or give them enough respect in in their genre. Right. Yeah, I mean, are we looking at a personal definition or are we th- talking about like a wider definition? Because I think our our picks are going to have a mix of both. I think so. I, yeah. I think both are mine. I, I have some that are very personal and some that are very just overall general ideas and picks. So yeah. yeah. It's a very interesting topic. So before we get into ours, I want to talk about some of the comments we posted in the Metal Geek Society page on um, what we, we, we asked people what their most underrated bands are. And we had about 30 comments, which uh, let's go into some of them. Um, so Christian Renner, good friend of the show, I could seriously give you a 30 song playlist of bands that should be way more popular than they are. <laughs> Guess it depends on a bit more detail of what you are looking for. Uh, and I basically said just bands you feel are underrated and you would want more people to be aware of old or new. So first one that instantly comes to his mind is mystic prophecy in Angela's Aparita. Mystic prophecy. Yeah. I, I sorry. It's always a hard word to say. Yeah. What were you going to say? I mean, I, I I could definitely see the case for Mystic Prophecy. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Some of their stuff is really good. Some yeah. of it's not. Yeah. I mean, they, and they have a history. Um, I don't know if I, that's one of those bands, though, that I think it's, it, it's really coming from a, a personal place. Sure. Because I don't really hear a lot of people clamoring for for that do you or, think or, they're properly rated then? i think they might be properly rated yeah. okay yeah. I, I i can agree with that because they like i said they have really good stuff but some other stuff is it's sort of uh not great right but when they're good they're good you know what i mean it's sort of like nocturnal rights in that way because yeah. like nocturnal rights you and i like them we do but i think we'd both be willing to admit they have some albums that are just kind of there all right sure yeah, that's all right you know like especially the last album but when they were great, I like the last album. When they were great, they were great. But no one talks about nocturnal rights anymore. I mean, hardly anyone. Maybe people that I know who who listen to power metal don't even talk about nocturnal really? rights. So it's just like. But what was the name of that? There was that one album. Um, I was going to say it had a blue cover, but don't they? I think they all did. <laughs> <laughs> the next comment is from David Crossway. I mean, we're going to talk about his comment, but he just did an episode on. Their favorite blue album covers. <laughs> they did their red one too. So, uh, Phoenix. That was like the, the last album, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's not the one I was thinking. Uh, maybe that is what I was thinking of. Yeah. So it was twenty seventeen. Their last album that came out. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember anything from that album. I do. I do. Um. So speaking of David Crossbowman, he is uh, the host of that metal podcast. He said two bands that I wholeheartedly agree with, Orphanland and Melikesh. I Melikesh, more so, yes. Um, 
a lot of people like Orphan Land, in my yeah. opinion. I don't. I think they're properly. Rated. I think they're properly rated. Yeah. Yeah, because they got a they got a wide following over uh, in the especially in the Middle East area. Sure, Europe. They always do some pretty successful tours out there. They do well here, and and you know they they toured America a yeah, few times, a couple of times, and it's like uh, you know I mean, and the thing with them is they their output is just not that. Um, they they take a lot of time between yeah. albums, so it's like, you know, their growth is 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 limited by how slow they move sometimes. But no, I think enough people know about them. Um, um, all right, so Justin Cash maybe more. Melika, I agree on that one. Yeah. Um. So Justin Kramer, uh, co-host of the Metal Exchange, you were just talking about them right before we started. Yeah. Uh, he has said he's going to keep it brief, but he gives us a bunch of options. Um, he gave us actually genres and then the band. So for Prague, he says Scardust, which is I would say that's underrated because I don't even know them. Yeah. Power, Eternal Ascent, and Ascension. I, I see Ooh. like an Ascension right there. Ascent and Ascension. Eternal Ascent. If that's the band I'm thinking of, aren't they pretty new? I don't know. I, I've never heard these guys before. I think um I think they're relatively new. I think I I mean I, I liked their I know I liked their recent record. Yeah, it was twenty twenty two. Yeah. So Do they only have that one album? Yes. Yeah. See, I mean, a, a, a new band that came out last year with one album—that—that's not—they're not underrated. It's just they're just not just rated. Give yet. them more time. Just yeah. Uh, black metal. He uh, he says Kavane. Um, I mean, they had a lot of heat on them last year with their album. Yeah. So I I mean yes uh, yes and no. Um. Okay. Death metal. Zayon. That was like one of your top albums of the year. That was my album of the year. Yeah. Um. But again, they're in pretty well. Well, okay. Yeah, I can. I could say that after that album, they're underrated because really no one talked about that album at all last year, and that's just it. Just sort of flew under the radar sure. for everybody. I looked around afterwards on other year end lists, no, expecting yeah. to see it. I didn't see it on any freaking list out there, and that kind of disappointed me. I know, right? Uh, melodic death metal. Blood Red Hourglass, which I agree on that one for sure. Hmm. And Dead End Finland. I like them a lot too. They put an album, great album out last year. Okay, yeah. I like uh, BHR, I guess BRHG, I guess something called. They're abbreviated Blood Red Hourglass. They're okay, great, ba- yeah. great band. Yeah. Uh, Doom, his pick was Dawn of Solace. Hmm, okay. I mean, I could see, it, yes, anything that's not. The direct Wolfheart for Pretty for Thomas. short discography, almost in the. I would almost say like the same thing with Kavan. Very short discography. They've had like what three albums out now? Like, yeah, they had one way back two in or the day. Three, yeah, and then like two in pretty quick succession. Yeah, uh, and then Prog Rock: The Reign of Kindu, which it sounds like a movie title. Hmm. I've never heard of that band. Yeah. Uh, Mike Lawrence, our, our good friend, American Death Metal, he says Vitriol. He says Kyle Rasmussen is one of the all-time greatest guitarists in the genre. I don't really know that band that well. I'll be honest with you. I've heard of them. I, I yeah. just don't know them that well, yeah. Uh, David Rooney says Bellicor and Mariana's Rest. Could not agree more about Mariana's Rest. Their album in 21 was one of my top albums, and they have a new album coming out in the next few months which I'm really excited for. Yeah. 
uh, Jesse Hilsenrad. Uh, all these are pretty interesting. Uh, Hass, I agree on that. That album last year was phenomenal. Tombs, I guess they're pretty underrated, right? Not a lot of people. Well, no, I, I they've gotten a lot of critical. I, they they've had a lot I, of critical acclaim. I've, I've but, seen them on the top, on the top of like year end album lists, like you know. So I don't know. I think they're properly rated. Uh, based. Beast based, however you want to say the name. All right, go with it. Hideous Divinity. I've heard that name a lot recently. Yeah. Uh, vitriol, another vitriol right there. Okay. And then Avatar. I didn't like that last Avatar movie. It's an interesting pick for the band because I think you can make an argument that, um, that critically they are critically probably they're. But they're, I think they're Super pretty popular. successful. So, like, like, what's the definition of underrated? I don't, I don't, I think they're, I don't know if they're overrated because they're not horrible. Here's the weird right. thing about that band, right? When I went on a cruise last year, um, I think, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show. We might have talked about this on your TV in your stateroom. You get maybe six, seven, eight channels. One of them is a music channel, right? And it's usually stuff I don't enjoy. Right. It's like, okay, we're going to play like a bunch of like Destiny's Child and stuff like that, right? right. A lot of uh, reggaeton stuff every once in a while. Yeah. But one day we were flipping through and I heard something heavy. I'm like, wait, what is this? And it was Avatar. Yeah. I'm like, if Avatar has made it onto the Carnival cruise ship, are they underrated? Right. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah. They have a lot of people go see them live. I don't think they're underrated. It'd be like calling Trivium underrated just because they don't get the respect, like the critical That's respect. That's what it is. They don't get the respect, but they're very, they it's, have a like, very <laughs> intense, deep fan base. It's like, yeah, but Trivium can sell out like House of Blues and stuff and sure. play, you know, relatively bigger venues too. And yeah. so it's like, uh, yeah, that's a weird, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's debatable, I would say. So uh, our friend Shane Wilson says a band called Wolf Skull. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little shameless self-plug. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually talking to Shane. We're going to get him on the show pretty soon. Cool. They have a they have an EP that's uh, just coming out. The uh, pre-orders went live. All right. So uh, check it out. They do a Slayer cover. I haven't heard it yet. Sounds pretty cool. Uh, somebody named Kim Gordon says a band called Ghost Ship Octavius. Which is a Van Williams project he had after Nevermore. Yeah, I, I would say that's underrated. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, 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 I agree. I mean, I are people aren't don't people know about that band? Maybe they don't. I don't think so. I guess in our circles, we know about maybe them. not not even everybody probably knows about them. I thought they were pretty people. Like when I went to when I saw them in Austin, I mean, people Go knew shit. who they were. Yeah, who'd you see them with? Um. Tear Orphan Land. Oh shit! Um, Eternum. That wow! Show. Remember that? <laughs> it was the one you were on the cruise for. Oh yeah! I got you the Orphan. You got me the Orphan Land shirt. Land yeah. shirt. <laughs> yeah. Man, that would have been a fucking phenomenal show. Yeah, I would have definitely driven for that show. Yeah. All right, um, Greg and Glenn. He said, "I don't know how underrated you're looking for, but here's his list: Stormkeep, Primordial, Bortnagar." 2020 or MMXX and Unto Others. All right. Here's what I'm going to say. MMXX, yes, I love that album, but they're very brand new. Yeah. Storm Even Keep. though it was members of um, um, 
other bands before. Right. Um, I think it was members from Ghost Brigade and Daylight Die and stuff like that. So you might hear their names later, but um, unto others, no, they're they're getting super popular right they're now. They're po- properly rated, yeah, yeah. Um, Bornegar, do you think they're underrated? Mm, no, their fans are 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 rabid about them. Yeah, I know one person in this house. I think they're properly rated. Yeah. I think I think they got a lot of respect and stuff in the black metal community. All right, so uh, Jono Major says propane. I agree on propane. Okay, yeah. I yeah. I fucking love me some propane. I haven't listened to them in a long time. Yeah, I got to see them live once at the Vatican. And I won some contest or some shit through Metal Maniacs. And like the lead singer called me that day before the show and said, Hey, do you want to come to the show? Well, that's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, Propane has some great songs. Um, if you're looking for that, that crossover thrash, you know, genre, right? They're great. Um, he also says Metal Church. Um, Metal Church, I you know, I sort of tend to agree that they're underrated because they don't get the recognition, the recognition and the respect that they deserve. Um, yeah. Rest in peace to their vocalists. Um, but they've put out some of the best songs of all time in that band. Badlands, yeah. Fake Healer. Some of the best. Uh, the Human Factor, great album. Yeah. I... They're you phenom- could, you phenomenal. Could, you could argue they put out maybe two of the best metal albums of all time. So yeah, I would say that they're definitely underrated. Yeah. Yep. Because the thing, you know, the thing that's frustrating about that is that if if a lot of these kind of just you know the stadium full of Metallica fans that goes and see them in every city, if just a portion of them checked out Metal Church, yep. they would be fans of them. Oh yeah. You know. Uh, didn't Kurt at some point play with Metallica when I think so when yeah. James like burned himself that during that time period yeah something like that um galactic cowboys is another one on his list i i wholeheartedly agree. yeah yeah i agree um they don't get the recognition they deserve for the the just the harmonization that that band could do was yeah. great um uh dead horse is on the other one on his list i could not agree more with that right. one yeah if you're not from houston they're definitely underrated um, I was I was gonna say the one I disagreed with before was that Stormkeep one. Stormkeep one album. I mean, I ordered my top ten. Yes, it was. But one album. Come on. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Tim Hemingway. I think he likes local bands because they're all these are all great. Wolf Skull, Drodden, Epic Death, and Discarnate Horizon. Discarnate Horizon are fucking great. I got to see them live last year. Um. Yeah, so, and then, and Rob <laughs> says, Vitriol isn't underrated, y'all. Uh, he says, Wolf Skull, Discarnate, Houston, or Horizon, I said Houston, Excella, and EDT. Hmm. All local stuff right there. Yeah, yeah. so, that no, no disagreeing. Um, David Rooney says, he'll add Sojourner and Shimogognar. Okay. I never, I hope I'm saying that. <laughs> um, if that's the band I'm thinking of, I all agree with them. Yes, they had an album out in 2020 or 2021. Yeah, it's pretty great. I pretty just remember great. everything I listened to them, I really like. Yeah, it, Justin really liked them. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's who told me about yep. them, was him. Okay, um, I'm gonna ignore our friend George Martin Fields here. 
because <laughs> he mentions both of his bands. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Serpientes de Fuego in Nemontemi. Um, Heavy Metal 101 podcast, which I'm going to follow you guys back. Thank you. Uh, they say Warrior Soul. Ooh. 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 Oh, that's a tough one. I don't, I'm not a, I am personally not a fan of Warrior Soul because here's why. Yeah. When the singer, Corey Clark, right. was in trouble the time and I got to see them live, it was fucking horrific. Yeah, I've heard some it was stories about him, yeah. But Warrior Soul had some good songs. It's just you need to know where they fit. You know what I mean? What band was he in when he after he left Warrior Soul in the mid nineties? I can't remember, but I remember um having a a copy of that. Corey Clark? Yeah. He went on to join was it I think because you mentioned Galactic Cowboys, I want to say that, but it's not that. No. <laughs> um but anyway, yeah, he he's a he's a, a weird one. Uh, no, I'm gonna say Warrior Soul is properly rated. No, no disrespect to Warrior Soul. I think they're a really interesting band, but I think they were so unconventional that, um, and they were so erratic. I think that uh, you know, I think that they were very much a niche band at that time. You know. Um, yeah. Um. Let's go back to it here. Um. Okay, Brian Hewler says again, Annihilator. Yeah. I mean, uh, they get their respect, but I think Alice in Hell and Never Neverland are two perfect fucking thrash albums. Yeah. That don't get the respect they deserve. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you have a song about craft dinner, come on. Well, so this is the, so this argument goes to the whole thing we were talking about before we started recording about yep. is like Megadeth, like because we so we said like Metallica is the ultimate overrated band. So yeah, let's get into let's talk about thrash, right? Uh, let's talk about overrated, underrated, and just regular rated. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Metallica definitely overrated, overrated. So my argument was that Megadeth is properly rated because most metal fans who know anything about anything know that, Hey, credit where credits do. They have like one or two of the best metal albums of all time. Rest in period. Yeah. Rest in peace. Peace sells. Yeah. Even maybe even countdown, which I would allow for. Yeah. Um, so like three really classic albums and then the rest of it is really spotty and hit or miss. Even the know? last album's really 60, 40. Yeah. Styles, like, like, you know, even like I really loved cryptic writings, but there's a couple songs in there. I'm kind of like, eh, about, so you like you loved Risk though too. I, I mean, I'm a Megadeth fan, but I, as a Megadeth fan, I can totally admit, hey, most of their catalog is really uneven, and yeah. they have some terrible albums too. They, so not terrible albums, terrible songs. I think the world needs a hero is a god awful album, and I wish they never did it. I don't even remember that album exactly. Man. So, um, my thing is like they're properly rated because people go, well, you know, Megadeth, it's sort of hit or miss, but these albums, check these albums out. It's like okay, that's the right way to go. Sure. You know, but whereas you have, you know, 80,000 Dunderheads, no, no, no offense, packing a stadium to see Metallica thinks they're like the greatest thing ever to happen to metal. Dude, that band is overrated. I'm sorry. Like, so, I mean, that, that's sort of the, the matrix you're dealing with there. Now, you, you know, you tell me, is Anthrax underrated or mm, properly rated? I think Anthrax is properly rated. Yeah. I don't think they're, I mean, they could headline a show still. On their anniversary tour, which I just saw a couple weeks ago, um, is it because they haven't released a new album? In they haven't released a new forever? album in like six or seven years. They're working on it, but it's it's taking way too long. 
Um, I think, but I think they're properly rated. I don't, I don't think they're, but, the, but again, then again, that's very personal for me. They're one of my favorite bands. You know what I mean? So my favorite band of all time is Iron Maiden. I would say they're properly rated. Sure. You know, just they're not, they're not over. I mean, I, I just think they get the respect they're due and no one really exaggerates things and goes, every album's great. It's like, no, it's not. Right. <laughs> Everyone knows that. No, they're but they're not. just properly rate them, Iron Maiden you know? does that does that cycle of good album, bad album, good album, bad album. Yeah, I mean and, and you know, a fanboy like me would always go like, Wow, there's always something redeeming about every yes. album. But you know, sometimes you have to dig hard for that, you know. So Metallica definitely overrated. Oh yeah. Uh, what about Testament for you? Uh I'm gonna say I know people are gonna scream and disagree oh, you're gonna with say, me. You're gonna say overrated, aren't you? I'm gonna say properly rated. Oh, pro- okay, I agree on that. I one. think most people would say underrated, though. Um, but I just don't, I don't see the body of work there in in across. Uh, you know, like I love the Gathering. Yeah, that's the band my, or no, the no, album. The album that is my favorite Testament album. Yeah. Um, but I can't say another album of theirs that I love as much. Soul as that of Black. One. The order? Maybe I need to go back and listen. Yeah, to those, I think you, know? you need to go back into a, a career. Now, that was my first Testament album that I ever got. Okay, so, that makes sense. Then. Yeah. Uh, what about Death Angel? Yeah, I don't know. Hands down, underrated. Yeah. Okay. Act three, oh, I'll go with that. Act three is probably one of my top ten albums of all time. Yeah. Um, really underrated band. Hmm. Okay. Any other thrash bands you can think of? That I mean, Exodus, Exodus is the interesting story. Exodus, you um, can make an argument they're underrated based on I, the the quality of new releases they put out. Where I think their post two thousand output is better than the stuff that they did in back in the old days. And I know a lot of people would think that's ridiculous. But I, I yeah, I think it's just way better. You know, uh, Overkill. Are they is Overkill Overkill properly rated? I would say. Yeah. Yeah. They they always put out good fucking music it's just it's, they're on yeah. like on their 21st album coming out come right. on i mean how can you say no to f- fucking overkill um here's a band that might cause some contention oh, i think i know what you're gonna say i'm gonna say slayer oh no overrated as hell I really think, yeah yeah and if you're angry about that just deal with it they're, they're overrated the, nobody to get angry these are our own opinions the right? only person who ever really got angry at me on this podcast was when i I said something bad about Slayer, and they're like, "F that guy who is talking about." I don't know if that was on the iTunes review or what, but I, I like I like Slayer, but yeah, I I agree. Sometimes they can be a little bit too much, and their in their discography is not perfect either. There's a no, lot of bad yeah. stuff in their in their albums. Yeah. Um, what about uh, Sepultura? Early fucking Sepultura is unbeatable. Fucking. Yeah, I mean, even schizophrenia, and then. But I just think that everyone knows that, so I, I would say almost like, yeah, properly rated because everyone sort of understands the difference between early Sepultura and then post, you know, Max sure. Sepultura, and it's like ah, we kind of grade it all differently. Um, Creator is an interesting one. Creator, I, I, I would, I would say properly rated. Creator. I think they're properly rated. I didn't get into Creator until like the past ten years, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I'm really enjoying them now. Um. What about suicidal tendencies? Uh, underrated because I don't think they get the credit that they deserve. 
I agree. for being as influential as they are. I am a suicide motherfucker. I think there's a <laughs> lot of bands, especially the alternative metal scene and yeah. the, even the new metal scene, that owe a lot to suicidal oh, tendencies, yeah. and they never get the credit. It always goes to Faith No More, and I love Faith No More. Me too. But I think that bands like Suicidal had a Suicidal lot more Suicidal has with that. gone through many iterations in their career. Yeah. Um, funk and then like heavy metal, like um, <clears throat> very, very punky at times. Oh, yeah. Uh, even like their newer stuff is sort of, yeah. So they've, they, they sort of they have that, that major crossover thrash appeal, you know? And I think them and DRI have really are two of the best in that. In that. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about. Uh, we're still talking about thrash. We're gonna we're getting into a, a song here soon. Uh, let's talk about Pantera. <laughs> huh. That's uh, so. I'm gonna say properly rated. Okay. Yeah. Probably. I'm. I can see where they could be considered overrated. Um, but I'm gonna say properly rated too, because like. If you go back and listen to some of that stuff, it's really good music. It just, it, it was like what happened with Metallica. It just got so into the zeitgeist and and just so in your face, it just got annoying at points. You know what I mean? But so like two years ago, if we had this conversation before the whole Pantera reunion thing happened yeah. or, or tribute shows, whatever, tribute, I yeah. would say that <laughs> you could make an argument that they're underrated because it oh, because so many so much had time had passed. And and it just seemed like people were just it the music itself wasn't being talked about as much as like the characters involved. Okay, I can see that, but yeah, and, but the music is sort of timeless. I mean, like well, you be at a you be at a metal show and then like walk comes exactly, on before yeah. a band plays, right? And everyone everybody goes on. fucking crazy. But see that when they do the sh- when they announce these shows and everyone went bananas for it, and then you see the footage from the shows and the enthusiasm, you're like, okay, properly rated because every because yeah. it's just acknowledge people love these songs and they were really great and. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of other stuff on here, uh, like Flotsam and Jetsam. What do you think about them? Eh, um, they're they're underrated for me. Yeah, they have a lot of great music, and not enough people talk about them. Yeah, I'm I I always forget the name of that album that I really liked that came out in like the mid 2000s from them. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, I, I I could say they're underrated. All right, let's move away from thrash. Um, I'm. We, you know what I'm going to do here? Um, I'm going to keep it thrashy. Right. This is one of my underrated bands um, that not a lot of people talk about, but we mentioned the drummer previously in another one of his bands, and that'd be Dave Lombardo. I want to talk about Grip Inc. Okay, yeah. Uh, put out a couple of great albums. Uh, Dave Lombardo, Waldemore, Serac. And I never knew how you say your last name, bro. Oh, Waldemar Sirachia? Yeah. Sirachia. 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 Gus Chambers, <laughs> rest in peace. He was a great vocalist for this band. Uh, it sort of had that the aggression, but the groove. And uh, I, if you haven't heard these Grip Inc. albums, I definitely recommend checking them out. So let's get into a track. This is Hostage to Heaven from the album Power of Inner Strength. And we'll be right back.
welcome back to uh, our debate about <laughs> underrated, overrated, the and metal. Welcome back to the metal debate. Yes, Grip Inc. Right, Grip Inc. That's right. Yeah, I, I mean, I couldn't remember that song. 1995 without without that with that album. Yeah, and you know what? It might have been since the 90s since I listened to Grip Inc. But I mean, uh, I mean, just because I said it's uh, underrated doesn't mean I listen to it all the time. Right. Yeah. I had to go back and really dive back to some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That was their they they broke up in 2006. So they had an album out in 2004. Was the last album? Okay. There yeah. you go. There's a lot of bands in the 90s that yeah just flew under the radar after a while. And um yeah, visibility has a lot to do with that, you know. Yes. Agreed. Um you talked about a thrash thrash band that's sort of like in that style of grip ink uh right before we went to break or during break. Well, they're th- I mean, well, I would say they're more German thrash. They have more to do with creator, I think, Destruction? than anything. No, um, it's and they're and, and I'll, I'll be honest, they're more like thrash meets power metal. Uh, but there's a band called Storm Warrior. No one ever talks about Storm Warrior. You do, but in very very remote power metal circles, like on Reddit, people love Storm Warrior, and it's just one of these things I never hear anyone talking about. And um, they, they you know they have so many. They have this. They've been around since like O two. They have just this consistent discography. Every album just has solid, thrashy kind of power metal. And they really merge that sort of um, Gamma Ray, Blind Guardian meets Creator kind of, you know, mix. And it just, it's such a crunchy, fierce attack. And like, if you ever get a chance to listen to an album called Heading North, that is one of my favorite thrashy power metal albums of all time. It's just a classic. But any of their albums are great, I think. And it's just, it's such a shame that no one ever really pays attention to them. Um, definitely underrated. Very cool. Um, yeah, I don't really know them too well. I know you talk about them a lot, but, um, let's get in, let's get, let's, let's talk about some of our, our underrated stuff now. Um, I want to mention, uh, one of my favorite vocalists is a guy named Eric Wagner, right? Mm-hmm. Trouble. I think Trouble is a very underrated band. Yeah. Um, and even more than that, I think the project he did in the mid 90s called Lid uh, with Danny Kavanaugh from Anasema, Anasema, however you want to pronounce it, uh, is very fucking underrated. Um, it's been out of print for a while here and there. Um, the album is called In the Mushroom. Um, phenomenal album they do a monkeys cover they do a beatles cover um and there's songs on that album that were sort of demoed with trouble back in the day as well Hmm. just different versions of it i just got this trouble rarities double disc which is pretty cool and it has some of these songs and some of the songs sort of made their way on to uh one of the eps they put uh, trouble put out but speaking of trouble, I want to mention this band that not a lot of people talk about. They had one album out called Super Shine. It was stoner doom metal, uh, very bright, very happy, sort of catchy doom stuff. But it was Bruce Franklin and uh, Jeff Olson, the drummer from Trouble, uh, and Doug Pinnock from King's X. 
Wow, that's cool. If you ever wanted to hear a mashup of King's X and yeah. what Trouble would sound like, that's super shine for well, you. Well, King's X has got to be one of the ultimate underrated bands, right? Just yeah. universally acknowledged as such. They've been around for a long time. Um, I, I yeah, I agree. Yeah, because you know you you can make an argument that they are sort of properly rated, but then again, they have a huge fan base. And outside of that huge fan base, they're, they're they're diehard fans. They're not as well known as they should be. They've never gotten that sort of critical appraisal, you know, thing. And I mean, I, and I say that now, like, well, where would this critical appraisal come from? Like magazines and stuff. I'm sure Decibel's done a feature on them at some point. So it, I don't know. It's hard, it's one of those things that's hard to say because as media gets dispersed, w- w- what are you looking at to define, you know, underrated, overrated? You know, those guys. Um, Oh, uh, the YouTube channel we we love so much that Forge we, Master, Forge Master. So those I've been guys, watching them. I they just did their their Insomnium ranking. I, I, I haven't it. watched that yet, but I, I'm saving that. But um, it's good. I uh, I've been watching a lot of their stuff, and, yes. and they did like an In Flames one recently and yep. stuff. And it was really interesting to hear their like their tiered ranking videos of like. Oh, what, they should they should do a tiered ranking of tier. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Tier and, tier. and it's just like yeah i mean it's it, i get more of like a um a feeling of like these guys are plugged into what it seems like the majority of people kind of feel sure but they're just going based on their opinions i mean none of us really read every issue of metal hammer that comes out anymore no. or de- even decibel and with all due respect to decibel um, if you don't subscribe, it's just hard to get to. You're not going to drop that twelve is bucks an true. issue in a, in a newsstand. So, like, where are we looking for critical acclaim now? Like, what? what who are we? Who are we looking at? Are we looking at like Angry Metal Guy or what? Or what? Like, you know, what does that mean anymore? You know, is it yeah. or is it just the aggregator on Metal Archives? What did this album get? Seventy four percent. Oh, okay. It's you know. So I don't or know. or if they made it to a Spotify playlist or new music or blah blah blah. There's a lot, and then a lot. Of that's just placement, like advertising placement. They can get paid to right. be played. Yeah, yeah. So it's hard to. Judge. But that's always been the case with radio stuff like that. Yeah, always been pay to play. Yeah, yeah. We don't have. It's not as easy anymore. Um, I mean, you have like like you said, Forge Master and other places on YouTube, podcasters that you that you like, um, things like that. That's that's how I discover new music. I listen to, uh, like. Our, our friend Christian, the the metal bulldog, he listens to every album that comes out every week. And right on his blog, he posts about the best ones, and he did that last week. And there, the Enslaved wasn't on his like his top list at all. I'm like, well, I don't agree with that, but most of the stuff I I do tend to agree with. We sort of have some of the same a musical style, but he's way more into black metal than me. So he like, knows more about it. See, like, and and he's a part of this. Like, we have this metal chat that, yeah. on Facebook Messenger that we all have like a bunch of people. But these are all people we know, yep. and it's like when I was growing up, I would know the writers in all these magazines, and I would know this guy has this. He, he likes this kind of stuff. This guy doesn't like this kind of stuff, or whatever. And I remembered how they reviewed certain things, and so I took that as critical opinion. But now it seems like. We're looking at more of our own circles. We're not looking at people who are. Super We're looking at more inside than outside. Yeah, 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 yeah which I is agree. interesting. Yeah, very cool. Um, what what about you? Do you have anything? What, let's talk about a couple more of your list. Um, 
Well, I would say, so the one that really, and this is just diving this straight into power metal. So, um, okay. I thought long and hard about it. I was like, okay, who in power metal? Like, cause this is something I, you know, there's obvious names, but the one that really, the first one that came up to me was like dark Moor. Mm-hmm. Dark Moor is this band from Spain that no one ever freaking talks about. And I, and I was like, seriously re-listening to their albums recently. And I was like, I'm going to, I think this is a really underrated band. And I'm not even talking about their first two albums, which everyone always cites as like, those are their best albums. And I, and Hey, you know, they had a different singer back then and they kind of sounded almost a little bit different, more traditional power metal. When they got the new guy, this, this new singer, um, he has a phenomenal, very charismatic voice, very different approach. And they really shifted gears into a kind of more, I don't know, a flowery, romantic influenced sound, um, very classically influenced and almost got like, uh, like a Renaissance vibe to him and stuff. But I mean, recent dark more is great. I mean, and, p- and people will scoff at that. People who listen, maybe have, good memories of those early albums, but I think they're a phenomenal band that has really good stuff on, on even the, the albums that aren't completely great, like project X and stuff. And, um, like one of the, their best recent albums is called autumnal. Uh, they're just a band that no one ever talks about, but I think they have a really unique sound, a really unique identity and a discography that goes back to the late nineties. And, I don't know. I think they're due some respect. I, I, you know, you keep hoping for it to happen, but it's just, yeah, a band that no one ever talks about. Speaking of um, underrated power metal, I'm going to be frank here. I'm more specifically, I'm going to be Andy. Be frank. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. Brainstorm and Simforce, uh, one of the most underrated vocalists in oh, any yeah. genre. Yeah, Brainstorm is definitely underrated. Yes. Simforce, you know, just I think it was just one of those things. It was brainstorm fans knew about it a lot. Well, of course, it's it's it, sort of the same, but just a different writing style, more proggy. Yeah, I don't think I ever met like a fan of Simforce who didn't know about brainstorm. I think it was and vice those, versa. Vice versa, yeah. Like, oh, he's in another band. <laughs> yeah. Um, since we're sort of talking about that, that. That style. I want to talk about a couple of bands. We we talked about Thrash a little bit order earlier. Uh, I want to mention Exorder. Are they underrated or rate uh, properly? Because a lot of people accuse Pantera from stealing their sound and everything, which I can hear a little bit of that. But the last Exorder album that came out and I got to see them right before the pandemic hit, they were fucking phenomenal live. Yeah. Um, uh, I've, I've been wanting to see them for a long time. Um, even though you know the singer is now is also now in trouble as well, that helps. He really? Yeah. What happened to him? What? Uh, what trouble? No, he's in the band trouble. Oh, <laughs> not in trouble like in his personal life. I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but uh, yeah, Exorder. I want to mention uh a band that I I fucking love. Not the the. There's two bands called this, but Hades, they're, uh, they're, uh, they came out in the eighties, like progressive thrash style stuff. And they came back in the two thousands. Um, yeah, I really love that band Hades. Um, did, did you ever listen to them at all? Hades from the eighties. I have Hades not. Hades from the eighties. I, I don't believe I did. No. Um, 
Alan Tecchio is their vocalist. Phenomenal fucking vocalist. Um, Dan Lorenzo, great guitar player and songwriter. He has a lot of stuff that is out too, but uh, Tecchio was also, um, if you don't know, he was the singer on the first or second Watchtower album. I can't remember. Hmm. Um, Because one of them was Jason McMaster from Dangerous Toys. Oh, okay. Who are also on my underrated list. That's a good... Yeah, that's a good I hard rock. I love pick. Dangerous Toy. They're a yeah. great rock band. Uh, the the song "Scared" from the Shocker soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, it's one of my favorite songs. That's of a good. All time. That's a great song. Yeah, I have some hard rock stuff I was going to get to later. I didn't know we were going to dive. Yeah, into we're going to. We're not. Well, we're it's yeah. sort of segueing all over the place. Uh, but I also want to mention Wrathchild America. They put out two albums. Yeah, and then they turned into a band called Souls at Zero. Right. And the drummer of that band wound up in Godsmack, I think, or something like that. <laughs> that Sully yeah. Arna yeah, guy, yeah. whatever his name yeah. is. But yeah, if you, I, I really love those first two Wrathchild America albums. Um, I'm tempted to play something from it tonight, but I know I played them before on the show. Um, but yeah, great uh, late er, late '80s, early '90s. Um, I hate to call it progressive thrash, but it thrash was was a meaning, you know what I mean? It's a little bit different, a little bit right. The the struct song structures are definitely more structured, uh, yeah. progressively structured. So, but the, it's not like you think of prog. It's not prog metal. It's you know what I mean? Yeah. It's that 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 whole era of progressive thrash, which we've been talking about doing an episode on for so long. I think we need to. But yeah, I love Wrathchild America. Okay. You don't think the two albums thing is is working? I don't. Against, no, I don't think so. Is Dream? Do we are we going to consider Dream Theater overrated? Oh, <laughs> are we going to Dream Theater? Is now? anyone overrating Dream Theater? I don't know. Some people don't like. Some people don't like them. They think they're overly pretentious. Um, they they do not like uh, James O'Brien. James O'Brien's voice. I I don't mind his voice when it's properly properly. Uh, when it's more when, in the, when it's when it's working with the band, right? Yeah. Uh, his stuff with Arion, I thought was really great. I like a lot. I like Dream Theater. I don't love them, right? Uh, because to say that I love them, I would have to like every single album. Um, but I really like them a lot because they have a lot of really good stuff. I'll say they're properly rated because they they get as much shellacking like negativity yeah. as they do like adulation. Do. So it's it balances out. Okay. Um, I want to mention this band here that maybe nobody knows about. Uh, it's a band called Mother's Day Out. Um, this is my the epitome of a band that I really enjoyed, and nobody knew who the fuck they were. Came out in the early '90s, like '91. Uh, no, '93 is when the album came out. One album called My Soul Is Wet. Um, but it was a uh, if you like that early '90s, like Face No More. Uh, style. Um, they're they they say they're they're influenced by like Beastie Boys type of stuff, but it wasn't hmm. rap. It wasn't there's, I guess, element, but they were just really good songwriters. Um, so I would say it's like a cross between like Face No More, Beastie Boys, and like Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, that's okay. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed those guys. They did one album that was it. 
Soon they had a song on some soundtrack somewhere. It was the Mortal Kombat soundtrack. That's what it was. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and they played them and they're in the movie. I think that's probably where I discovered them, but I, I listened to that album over and over and over. Some really good songs. Um, yeah. Okay. We can move away from that. What else do you got? Um, hmm. Okay. Just not adhering to any genre, I would say. Um, Edge of Sanity, I think, is underrated. Okay. How can Dan Swano, he he's Dan Swano is a living prop- legend. He's brilliant. It's properly rated, Dan Swano. Yeah. Edge of Sanity, okay. underrated. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. Because when, when people talk about um, like Melodeath and like the classic Melodeath artists, they don't mention Edge of Sanity. No, they don't. So they'll, and they'll mention At the Gates and In Flames and, you know, whatever, whatever. But Edge of Sanity always gets left out of that conversation. And those were some of the greatest records in that genre. So, um, yeah, absolutely. I think underrated. We uh, Before we move away too far from uh, power metal, I want to mention a band I think are very underrated in the genre. And I think write some of the best, the catchiest songs in, in power metal dream evil. Yeah, no, definitely underrated. Yeah. One of my favorites. Um, I freaking love dream evil. They are definitely an underrated band though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another power metal band I'd throw out there. Heavenly. Yeah. From France. I remember Heavenly. They just haven't done anything since like 2009. And they've been working on this album for 10 years. So people kind of forgot about them. But much longer than um, 10 years, sir. What's the album in 2004? They Dust to Dust. Um, I think that's the one. That is one of the greatest power metal albums of all time. Or, or, or at least greatest two post-2000 power metal album. Um, and it was that vocalist, Benjamin Soto in, in Heavenly. Like had that crazy falsetto voice going yeah. on for him. Yeah. So before we get too far, uh, do you want to play anything? I know you. I've played a track. Uh, let's get something off your list. Um, what's I want to play Darkmore. I want because I want to yeah. give Darkmore some. Let's play. Um, there's a song off Autumnal called Phantom Queen. That's a really great example of just how creative they were and how crazy influences they had in their music, and it was still catchy as all hell. And, and epic and stuff. So, right, yeah. Well, give, introduce it, sir. This is uh, Phantom Queen by Dark Moor off Autumnal, an underrated album by an underrated band.
To the show. This is episode number 277 of MSR Cast. This is your host, most underrated metal bands of all time. Uh, what we heard just now was one of my favorite uh, bands. I only put out two albums um, Wrathchild America. That was the track, was London After Midnight from the album Climbing the Walls from 1989. I love those two albums. 3D was great. They had this. Uh, song that was pretty popular i guess was like z-rock and that stuff back in the day surrounded by idiots which is 
pretty appropriate. <laughs> but great stuff right there. Um, like I said, they they did a couple albums after that as the band sold the zero, and then they they sort of broke up. And before that, we had Darkmore. They did the song Dancing Queen. I mean, Phantom Queen. <laughs> um, I could see them doing Dancing Queen. Yeah, well, I don't know. They don't really do covers. I don't think they've ever done a cover. There was a lot of Baroque stuff on there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they definitely I'm not have... making a joke. Uh, I actually said Baroque like the musical style, not, right. <laughs> not they didn't have any money. Um, they definitely have a, a very floral... You know, they would fit great at the Renaissance Fair. Exactly. They yeah they they have that kind of influence there. Yeah. Let's go back to your list, my friend. Um, what what have not we what haven't we touched upon so far? Um, I mean, to, uh, I'm only going to mention them because I, I I think Darkmore was the one I wanted to focus on for power metal, but Power Quest I think has been the ultimate po- underrated power metal band. Are they underrated? Um, I think they're underrated. Just I mean, but this is me. Fan they have hardcore fans, so they do have hardcore fans. So and, those, and, and they started a podcast called but, the Metal Exchange. Exactly, and I think those two guys would would definitely agree with me on that. Um, so I'm going to throw out a, a wild one here and say Ventersorg. Ooh, underrated. I think very underrated because he has a cat a, a lot of albums of really good quality. Yes. Um, you know, the last Finnersorg album was tremendous, but I mean, his classic albums are are seminal folk metal albums. Those first two Finnersorg albums are are amazing. The stuff he did with Otig is amazing. Cosmic Genesis is a masterpiece. And you get him involved and, in your band, and it and it brings your level up too. And, and you know that first Bork Negar album that he was on, um, uh, Empiricism. Yeah, uh, these are great albums that he elevated. And I think that he doesn't get the recognition that he deserves as a solo artist in the Vintersorg project, um, nor his contributions to, I would say, um, folk metal just as a whole. And, you know, it, it gets he gets overshadowed and, and by other artists in that genre. Um, also, I would throw out in the folk metal realm, Moon Sorrow as being tremendously uh, underrated. Mm. Um, again, they just get overshadowed by bands that are more popular but Moon Sorrow's put out some of the most incredible folk metal um, to date, and they just don't do it that often. That's the problem with them, you know? Winterthorg means winter sorrow, if you didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's been in a lot of bands, so. He's got a, yeah, a lot of projects, but his, you know, the flagship Winterthorg project, I mean, he has his hard, hardcore fans for that, but not many, and he just doesn't get the the love that he, the attention that he needs, I think. You said, you mentioned Otig or? Otig and yeah, he had, you know, um, he's had a lot of different projects, Cronian and stuff. Um, but you know, the, his. Am I mistaken? Wasn't he like a live touring person with like Demi Borgir or something at some point? I might be wrong about that. Yeah, it wasn't him. Um, I know, I know his, uh, his, his tenure in Bortnagar was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sticking on that sort of um, that style, um, I want to let's get into a little um, mellow death style doomy stuff. Uh, there's some bands on my list that I think are very uh, underrated. Um, I'm going to go with Daylight Dies. Um, yeah. D- Dismantling Devotion, phenomenal album. Um, 
let's see here. Uh, who else did I have on here? Um, Hanging Garden. I fucking love this band. They have a new album coming out very, very soon, but they're definitely underrated. And I, I think they deserve to definitely be listened to more. Um, they're one of the, one of the great, um, bands out there right now that are not getting a lot of attention. Yeah. Um, I don't remember when the new album's coming out. It's very, cause they released one song so far, but they've done like a EP last year. Um, Okay, when I, you you search Hanging Garden, you get the Hanging Garden of Babylon first. That makes sense. Yeah, I guess um, I guess it deserves a higher place, Google. The Garden is their new album, which comes out March 24th. Holy crap, that's very soon. Pretty close. Yeah. But uh, Skeleton Lake in 21 was one of my favorite albums of that year. Hmm. Great album. Great band. Um, I mentioned, uh, I want to say... Trees of Eternity and Halatar. Okay, yeah. Um, Alea was a great vocalist. Um, did some great guest work on Swallow the Sun and and Amorphous and things like that. But that Trees of Eternity album was so gut wrenching and and heart pulled at your heart, man. It was such a great album. And then the Halatar album that came out in her memory, stuff stuff that was songs were sort of written before she passed, but um. One of my that Halatar album has my favorite performance of of Tommy from Amorphous. It's so his vocals are so amazing on that album. Yeah, I mean, I think if we're talking about albums, just individual albums, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree. Um, especially about that Trees of Eternity. I, you know, as a band, I don't even think it really exists as a band. It was just like that one release. Yep. So. Yeah, and uh, along those lines, I wanted to mention Ghost Brigade. Um, okay, yeah, phenomenal mellow desk, but uh, modern musicality to them. Yeah, um, they sort of had like that post element to them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, very underrated band, and, th- and they and they sort of had momentum going, then they just they stopped. Stop. Yeah, um, I'll throw in one in that vein. I mean, I would say Woods of You Pray, I and mean, you and I would both agree on well, that. Underrated, yeah, I think underrated still, or or properly rated after his death. Uh, I just don't think enough people yet still know about that. Those sure. last two records of theirs, you know? four and five, are yeah. two of the best written and uh, song or albums in that genre completely yeah. and, and i and i like a lot of woods three too yeah, i do too know? so i mean i i you know it's unfortunate because um there's no real mechanism to get people talking about yeah. that band it's just whenever people like us bring it up so um yeah i'll throw that out there i want to say also I don't know. This is going to be a, a tough one, but I think that you can make an argument that sentenced are underrated. So, um, really? You know, and the, and the thing is, I I I would say they're properly rated, except for the fact that again, like they just seem to be this band that everyone's forgetting, except for like guys like us who love that style. I of got music. to see them live for fifteen minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and you know, because and it made me think about because I did that thing on Charon recently yes. on, on for the Metal Pigeon, and I was like, man, this is a real underrated. Where, where band. is that at? Uh, at the MetalPigeon.com. There you go. And you know it, but Charon 
are properly rated because they just they really never got that big outside of Finland. I think they're um, underrated because I don't really know them that well. Yeah, but in Finland they they were huge. They okay. were big. So they just never really toured that much. And but, that's but, a, it's the same style as Sentenced. Exactly. But Sentenced, however, toured Europe. They did North American. Yeah. They 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 went out on on they tried to kind of conquer the world. And just the fact that their influence isn't sustaining, they've gotten overshadowed over time by I don't know, like him or something. It, it's not that they sound alike, but it's that same kind of goth rock, hard rock thing no, coming yeah. from Finland, and they just don't get the attention they deserve. Um, so yeah, I would say sentenced. The the crimson, the cold white light, um, funeral album, f- cold white light. I think. That was my my I guess sort of my major introduction to him. Yeah, um, I remember getting the promo, and I heard heard him before, but there that weird dissonant like bird sound in the beginning of it. Yeah, just sort of like what the fuck is going on, and then the rest of the album is it's so a perfect album. Perfect album, it really is. I think if I didn't do albums of the year back then, or I, maybe I did, but I just didn't write them down. But I think that would be the album of the year for yeah. two thousand two. Yeah, was. for sure. Uh, Speaking along that, just not because we're friends with the guys, and I, I was a huge fan of this band way before I even knew anybody in the band. November's Doom. They yeah. they're Underrated. very they're very well known where they're from. Right. I mean, they're actually playing a gig this weekend in in Chicago. Just fucking love to see them live again. Yeah. I saw them like in one of the Milwaukee Metal Fest uh, back in the day. Um, didn't know them very. I didn't know them at all back then. But yeah. I would love to see them live uh, right now, but very underrated band. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right. So do you have anything on your list you want to play now? Um, so we were talking about uh, rock earlier, hard oh, rock. We're going to go into hard rock. A little detour into hard rock. Because I was thinking like, I always thought Europe was an underrated band. I know what you're, I know the look you're giving me right now, you're like, what? But set aside Final Countdown, I'm talking about everything else they did. They had just phenomenal albums from that era um, that uh, if you go back and listen to them, there's uh, there's songwriting, like craftsmanship and, mu- and excellent musicianship and like albums like Out of This World and, and um, uh, Prisoners in Paradise. Those are great really fun rock records and i've never listened to them they're really creative and and they just that band just always gets kind of like ah, oh, the final countdown ha, ha, ha. i thought that's the only song they ever did but like wings of tomorrow these are great hard rock records and and i just think that just they get shit on and that and even their new albums like that they've done since they've reunited have been like really solid hard rock albums all right and, so i have a couple more on that like uriah yeah Heap. yeah, yeah. Have, their new album is fucking fantastic They've been around for a long time. Uh, always put out quality stuff. Yeah. But, um, you know, a band that reminds me of that is Magnum, who are also, yes. I think, underrated. As yeah. Fuck. Uh, Maybe not in the UK, but definitely here. How about Extreme? Mm, that's interesting. They know. had they had success, yes, but I don't think they ever made the success they needed to get to. I'll be honest with you. I never really liked. I mean, not. not uh, it's not that I didn't like. I just never really found much else to be excited about. And when I listened to Extreme, oh, I loved them. Uh, uh, Porno Graffiti, part the second album. I had that cassette from like um, 
Um, when I got my first batch of cassettes from Columbia House bullshit, yeah. was that Impact is Imminent from Exodus, Painkiller, uh, No Prayer for the Dying. I can't remember what else I got, but uh, I listen to those all the time on my my big red cassette player on the Waiting for the Bus. Yeah, but yeah, that album's phenomenal. Um, they have a new song out which I didn't really like that much, but I'm digging it because a new album comes out in April, right? Yeah, Nuno is a really, really talented guitar player, and I had no idea when we were watching the Super Bowl that yeah, he was, that he's been with Rihanna for like 20 years. Oh, you didn't know that? that I had yeah, no, no idea. It's been his day job. <laughs> I was watching. I'm like, is that fucking Nuno Bentoncourt? Yeah. What the f- really? All right. Well, good for him. I mean, yeah, he's been like in her band for a long. I did long not time. know that. He's well. He's he's made enough money so they can do an extreme album. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Gary Sharon didn't do very well with Van Halen. See, I would I would make the argument from that era of like hard rock. I would say Saigon Kick, dude. Thank you. No, everybody thinks that. Well, okay, that one song, "Love Is on the Way," which is a great, it's a good song. song. Yeah, it's the same as extreme more than words, right? right? Which, which is weird because if you think about the lyrics of that song, it's about having your girlfriend proved that she loved you by giving you a blowjob and they play it in the fu- l- listen to the lyrics look at it and they play it in the i hear it in the in the in like the the, the, the grocery groceries. store i'm like what the fuck <laughs> all right um damn but, it yeah, gary okay. <laughs> damn it gary sure <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me uh but yeah okay so um saigon kick if you haven't heard the new jason beeler stuff yeah uh he has a new album. I just got the promo for it. It's it's more continuation of what he was doing, but it's so so good. And I always forget the vocalist's name, but he was really really great voice um, in Saigon Kick, um, and that album, The Lizard, like The Lizard, that is a phenomenal hard rock record. Yes, and just has like really convincingly heavy stuff on there. And, you know, they're not trying to be a metal band. They're just it's good hard rock and. Uh, um, yeah, Matt Kramer was the vocalist. Him and that's right. Beeler did stuff too, but yeah, Beeler's been touring with like Jeff Scott Soto and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. That'd be great yeah. to see. Um, so a couple other bands in that in that genre I want to mention is Faster Pussycat. Yeah, I love, no, I'll agree with you. I love Faster Pussycat. I saw them live right before the pandemic at that Rise Rooftop. Yeah, it was fine. It was okay. Yeah. Um, but. Did you did you watch Peacemaker the series last year? No, but I, I have I have it on my list. Okay, to so watch. that show did to what eighties obscure underrated rock in in glam band glam metal bands. What you know what they did to like you know seventy stuff and Guardians and all that. So there's one episode where they play an entire fucking Faster Pussycat song. The entire song, yeah. To them, I'm like, what the heck is going on? It was great. Um, another band that I want to throw out there in that genre is Cinderella. Yeah, that's exactly who I was thinking. Were you going to say yeah, that? Cinderella, yeah. Um, Long Cold Winter, maybe one of the greatest hard rock albums of that era. Yeah, I know the production on those albums is kind of like uh, has that kind of '80s production. Yeah, I don't it does. care. I mean, I, I you can look past that for the the quality songwriting. I mean, um. Obviously, everyone probably is screaming at home. Like, if you guys don't say Tesla, you know, I like Tesla. I do. Yeah, and and I and I think that they're 
they were largely underrated. I think you could probably make an argument they're properly rated now, but but you know they they don't get the kind of respect that they deserve for those that era that run of albums, especially Psychotic Supper, which is maybe one of the most phenomenal hard rock albums ever. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. My candidate though for ultimate underrated band from that era, and people in the UK don't count because I know you guys know about this band, but a band called Thunder who we talked about on the show earlier last year. They because they put a new album put out. A new album it out. was good. It was great. Yes. And that, that band is is excellent. And their first two albums, uh, was it Backstreet Symphony and um, Laughing on Judgment Day or something like that? Yeah. Flawless. I, I didn't really know them that well. I know. So let's let's do this. Let's, do, let's throw an audible here because I want to play a song from a band in this style. So something glam metal, something that style we could do thunder sure we could do uh we could do saigon kick yeah i i say we should do saigon kick okay let's do it yeah you want to do the lizard yes yes the title track from the album the lizard yes absolutely that's yeah that's the one i was actually thinking about so uh if you only know this band from love was on the way please check this out you might you might be very surprised here it is we'll be right back Howdy, stranger.
welcome back. Uh, we were just listening to Mind Funk. That's right. Um, that was another band that I, I wanted to throw on here. Yeah. Um, huge fan of this band. They only put out three albums. Uh, originally, the first album in 1991. Um, they originally the band was originally called Mind Fuck, but they got signed to a record label, and they're like, "Yeah, that's not going to work." So they got uh, they were signed to Sony, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, they changed their name to Mind Funk. Um, two words, and then they got dropped by Sony because the album didn't do that well. And they already had the second album recorded. So when they got signed to Megaforce, they just fucking call the album dropped. Yeah. Nice. And they only had one other album out after that. People who fell from the sky, which is a little bit way more different. Yeah. First album, um, way different than the second album. Second album was a lot more heavier and a little bit more, uh, sad in a way, you know, um, the, the songs on it were a little bit different. The first album was very much in that early 90s, not glam metal, but just rock metal mixed. Right. It was really good. Um, so that the only person you might know from the band is Louis Vitek. He was in ministry for a while. He was an MOD. He was a guitar player. Um, everybody else didn't really have major, you know, other bands after this, before or after, so... Sort of sucks. I wish they would come back. Um, I really, really l- dig this album, this band a lot, you know. But yeah, that was Mind Funk. I'm surprised you've never heard him before. I was happy to introduce you to him. Yeah, no. Crypto is my old co-host. We used to, we used to always talk about how great this band is, and I finally mm-hmm. found their first album on vinyl a couple of years ago. Second album, possible to find. Huh. Third one, even harder. But yeah, right. The third one's not even streaming anywhere, so. Wow. So before that, uh, who do we have? Before that was Saigon Hick, The Lizard. The Love um, Is On The Way song. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, I would be okay playing that, too. It's a good song. Um, But yeah, I mean, Saigon Kick. I mean, you know, the, 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 the knock on Saigon Kick, I guess, was that they were so varied in their sound. They yep. were just, they, they went, they were so schizophrenic, I guess, and that that's what prevented people from you know really becoming diehard fans they were they were rock they were heavy they were they had some like alternative rock they, stuff yeah on they their did soundings. alternative rock yeah. and they did those ballads and stuff yeah. which people were like oh that's what happened when bands like in that in that in that era they did a ballad and they it's all they got known for right yeah the ballad yeah it like extreme was the same way and right. then um you know, Mr. Big, Mr. Big, yeah, who had great hard rock, especially yeah, they that did. first album, and they, but all they were known for was to be with you. That so, I've seen that. What's his name? Uh, Eric Martin. Yeah, I've seen him live with Avantasia. Yeah, pretty damn good. Yeah, he's a great singer. Yeah, um, we talked about a lot of underrated, and I want to talk about some overrated, right? Yeah. I'm looking at, I pulled up a couple lists online uh, just as a glance. So see if you agree with any of these top 10 most overrated metal band by some dude who doesn't fucking matter. Right. Right. Some website. <laughs> Number 10, Iron Maiden. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't, I think, I, don't think, I think, so I think properly, rated. properly rated. Yeah. yeah. Sepultura. No, we mentioned them earlier. Yeah. yeah. Van Halen. No. 
Because I think if you really go back and listen to Van Halen, just just the, just focus on the music. Yeah, those records were incredible. Yeah, <laughs> so, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of them. I don't yeah. really listen to them much. But yeah, I I, I definitely don't hate them. I, I even like those early Hagar records they did. I so. I I'm a proponent of Van Hagar. I yeah. like Van Hagar. There's some good stuff there. Oh yeah. Uh, number seven, Creator. No, not overrated. <laughs> What about number six, Morbid Angel? Uh, that's a you can make an argument that they're a little overrated. I would say they're properly rated, but no, I actually, yeah, I, I, I guess I could lean, I could, I could be convinced that they're overrated. Okay, um, sort of falling in the same vein as Slayer. Yeah, I think they were more, more consistent bands, in, you know, coming into death metal, so. Number five, everybody might agree with this one, Metallica. Yeah, of course. They're the, the king. Plain and simple. Yeah. They, they and, and they're probably happy with it. They're fine. Yeah, they don't care. How much <laughs> millions they're making? Come on, it don't matter. <laughs> I got to meet Robert Trujillo. That was cool, though. Yeah. I told him I was a big Suicide Tendencies fan. Nice. I was there to get something Metallica signed. It was like the whiskey, but I'm like, whatever, right. dude. Yeah. Not here for Metallica. I'm here because you were my favorite bass player. Right. Uh, Sodom. I don't know anyone who would think that Sodom was overrated. I think they're underrated. Yeah. Um, number three, Exodus. We talked about them earlier. About Disagree. Them. Yeah. Number two, Slayer. Yeah. Um, elements of their career. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I just go. Uh, I mean, there's no other band that people are growing around grunting Slayer. I mean, it's just they're overrated. What about um, Nirvana? Number one, incredibly overrated. You know, and the thing is, I really, I actually, it's funny we're talking about this because I was thinking about this like a month ago because I was listening. I had heard their stuff again. Yeah. And I was like, some of it's actually pretty good. I was like, he was a good songwriter, but like, mm, yes um, and no. But like, this stuff just isn't like, there's nothing like sonically interesting. He was about a good, simple songwriter. Right. Yeah. His songs were the song, not that they were bad. That was just the style that he he did. Um, they're very simple. Like take a band like Soundgarden, who had definitely more complex songs at points in their career. Yeah. Um, what about Soundgarden? Yeah, I'll say they're overrated um, because I do like Soundgarden, but I, um, I really fucking love Louder Than Love. I love uh, Bad Motorfinger. Yeah. There, there's some that's great, their best album yeah but you yeah. know the thing the thing with the, like that band and say like nirvana is just that like they got so much praise heaped on them they got so big by the critical establishment that you know the things that we were talking about before that like they can't they really have no other choice but to be kind of overrated by by the nature of that sort of adulation from look what happened critics. to both died because of it basically and you, and you know what no one when's the last time you ever heard someone like just talking about Nirvana's music. No one really wants to talk about it anymore. No, because no one gives a shit anymore about Nirvana's music. Like, what, no one, okay. no one's going home and listening to "Smells Like Teen Spirit" and being feeling fired up about that song. Fuck that song. <laughs> like everyone's, t- everyone yeah, thinks that, that song's song is- just like ah, whatever. It's the song that killed, like you know, Harry. It's like, oh yeah. So you hear that song in arenas right now, like in stadiums, or do you hear "Welcome to the Jungle" and? Yeah. Come on, like, all right. So on on uh, on that sort of note, what about Alice in Chains? 
including the stuff they've been doing yes. and everything. Just yes. the totality. I would say they're properly rated. Uh, okay. Know? Yeah. I I fucking love Alice in Chains. I think they write some phenomenal songs, great musicians. Um, even the newer stuff is really good too. So Yeah. It's hard some of those bands, like especially like Alice in Chains, because their sound got ripped off by so many other bands. So I was gonna look at this guy, uh, Cyrus the Blogger, right? But at one point in his list, he says every melodic death metal band from Sweden and Finland, including Insomnium, and he fucking lost me there. So fuck you. Yeah, you suck. Sounds like a sounds like a vendetta there. Is is Judas Priest overrated, underrated? Oh, properly? oh, don't go there. Don't go there, sir. Just think about um, the totality of their career. It's like they, to me, they are properly rated. I would say properly rated. They, yeah. they have some clunker stuff in their in their discography, but you know, I went back and listened um, right before I saw them live uh, a few months ago, whatever it was, four or five months ago. I went through a deep dive into their discography through that benefit of Spotify. You know, you just pop it on one after the other. And when I got to Nothratu, no, not Nothratu, Nostradamus. Nostradamus, yeah. I was thinking of the the Hillstar album. Yeah. Uh, Nostradamus, I did not like that album the very first, when it first came out. I'm like, I don't get this album. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like this, this double concept album. Listening to it now, I'm like, oh, I get it. There's some decent stuff on there. Yeah. I like Prophecy and, you know, like, that's a great yes. song. Um, yeah. Yeah, properly rated Judas Priest. Well, I don't think there's a big band that we haven't. We, we I mean Sabbath, I guess, is an interesting conversation because okay, considering the totality, not not dividing into eras, sure, but considering the totality of their career, um, I would say properly rated. Okay, I'll, I I'll agree, but I will say Ozzy as a so as a as a vocalist and a solo artist is overrated. Yeah, he is overrated. Yeah. Um. Even though there's some good stuff on the last album that came out, um, there's a song he did with Tony Iommi. Right. Sounds very much like fucking Black Sabbath. Yeah. But I went back recently, listened to like the Ian Gillen Black Sabbath album. I'm like, holy shit, this is actually really, really good. Yeah. Zero the Hero is a great song. Um, I'm just sort of over that whole, that whole Aussie thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think we've maybe hit all the top band. I mean, we're going to get into like rock stuff at this point. Like we're not going to talk about like the Beatles and stuff like that. You know did what we I mean? talked about? We talked about off the air Nightwish being overrated. Oh, we did talk about Nightwish being overrated, right? Because like five years ago, they said, no, they're properly rated. But, but recently everyone and their mom has done a reaction video to ghost love score and has freaked out about Thor Jansen's vocals. And I just kind of think like, Oh, they did their best stuff with a net, <laughs> and it's just like ah, I think they're overrated now. Okay, let me ask you this: uh, What about uh, Amon Mars? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they're I guess just considering just how much people seem to like them, it's hard to say that they're not overrated. Not overrated, <laughs> and know? some of their last couple albums have not been great. It's been very copy paste, not very. Their early stuff, they had some really great stuff. With Odin by Your Side is is their only album that I would maybe call great. Maybe. Mm. You know, and then the rest of their stuff, I'm like, eh, it could be pretty good. You know, and it could be, ah, oh, that's all right, you know. 
they never released a clunker, I, I would say, but they they released albums where I'm just kind of like, well, that's certainly an Amon Amarth album, and I turn it off. <laughs> it's like, all right. Okay. Uh, what about Cannibal Corpse? Uh, I guess properly rated. I don't think anyone's raving about Cannibal Corpse or... But they're always a good time to see live. Yeah, they're one of those. It's like obituary, um, I would say. Yeah. Maybe underrated because they don't. But but I don't know. Lately, it just seems like it's been catching up. People are aware of obituary now. They yes. sort of had this renaissance recently. They did. The new album's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Opus. Ooh, that's a that's a real conversation. I'm and so Maurice sorry, Maurice. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say overrated. And I and I say that fully acknowledging that like Blackwater Park and Still Life and My Arms Your Hearse are really phenomenal records and, and Deliverance de, uh, and Deliverance, Deliverance is maybe one of the best songs ever written. Uh, you know, I really enjoyed Deliverance and I hated Damnation. Mm, see, I, I disagree I, on and Damnation. I think that but... like you know all this stuff that they've done since Heritage has been largely just boring and uninspiring and. Uh, I think that band just sort of exists now to exist. I don't know. They're just not doing like, interesting music where they used to. There was something, there was interesting stuff coming out of them and people, you know, just fawn all over them. Yeah. And I don't get it. And I'm going to say they're overrated. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people are just. What about uh, hating that comment? Band just put out new, new song, new albums coming out. Cradle of Phil's. Uh, I think that they've done enough good stuff recently to where I would say they're properly rated. I don't know if anyone they sort of lost it for a little bit, right? They in the early two thousands, I, I well not not early two thousands. I would say mid two thousands to late to early two thousand tens. They were having a rough go of it, but lately they've they've been on a tear. So I I think it's sort of equalized where they're um just properly rated. I don't know if anyone's ever overrating Cradle. You either love them or hate them, you know, based <laughs> yeah. on yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's. Uh, I, I think I have a few more on my list, and then we're going to actually play a couple of more tracks, and then I think we're going to call it a night. Yeah. Um, we this episode was going to be some new music. Um, I have. I've been listening to a lot of great new albums. I don't really want to get into everything right now, but um, I know the new, new Insomnium has been fucking phenomenal. The new Enslaved is really good. Um, I'm really into the new And Ocean still. Uh, comes out this week. Isolay, um, the new Isolay album. Uh, Rune Magic. Uh, what I've been listening to the the new Haken. Oh my god, dude! I need to listen to that. It's so fucking I keep so fucking good that that came out. Um, this band Godiva. If you haven't heard them, oh man. Um, Let's see. I've been listening to what else I've been listening to. Uh, I think we talked about that Cthulhu Dreamt um, band. Um, the new Ablaze My Sorrow EP is really good. Um, of course, the Haken, the new Heidevolk album promo is coming out. Hell Ripper. Hell Ripper is phenomenal. Host, I cannot stop listening to that damn host album, dude. Yeah. I'm sorry um clone they put out a fucking pretty decent uh prog metal album even though some of it sort of sounds samey but some good stuff out there right now did you listen to that new wigwam album i did yeah i like wigwam yeah that was interesting it's they're good they're a good band they just 
they blew up because of that Peacemaker intro song. Right, you know? that's right, yeah. That's I didn't know who they were before that. I know right. I've heard the band name before, but um, speaking of an underrated band that became like overnight success from that from that one song, right? It was it was weird. Like wow, okay. But yeah, um, let's go. Let's go back to uh, any of our bands that I did a couple that I think I want to mention real quick. Um, I didn't mention Ludacrist earlier. Ludacrist slash Scatterbrain. Um, one of my favorite crossover bands. And then they sort of switched into like this comedy, like thrashy band, Scatterbrain. Um, very popular in the early 90s on Z-Rock and all that. I snuck out of my house on a school night to go see them at Fitz. Nice. <laughs> I don't regret it. Um, <laughs> Suspiria. I yeah. fucking love Suspiria. Um, it was that weird modern black metal with a thrash, thrashy, progressive thrash vibe to it. Because um, all the members were from previous black metal projects. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I didn't realize after the, the original singer left the band, I went back and listened to this the other day because I, I, I totally forgot. Um, I'm trying to pull it back up. Uh, the lyricist, which is their last album, was 2018, right? They the vocalist on that album, his name is Bjorn Fjellsted. He was uh the singer on the last In the Woods album that came out last year. That was my top one of my top albums. Hmm. But um, original vocalist was uh Atira. I don't know. Uh, he left the band before that last album came out, but yeah, he's phenomenal. Um, interesting vocal delivery. Yeah. Um, little raspy, but a little bit, um, little bit blackened, but not, not too blackened. This is the way I like my fish. Um, but <laughs> he had a little bit of like melody to his, you know, like when, uh, Sort of like when um, Testament, when Chuck Billy does like his harsher stuff, right. with, but at the same time doing some of the, it's sort of like the harm- harmony stuff, it, 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 some of that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think we're, I think that's going to be my last pick of the episode. Um, so we're going to get one more song from you, but I also want to mention um, Keep of Kalesin. They have a new song out. If you haven't heard it, it's pretty fucking great. And uh, I think that's it. Scar Symmetry. That was the last one I have on my list. Nice. Pitch Black Progress. Yeah. I fucking love that album. It's an almost perfect album. Um, I I really miss that band a lot. It was like that album when it came out, it, me and my wife were just all over it. We just listened to it all the time. But yeah, the, um, the was it the Illusionist? Oh, fucking that song is so great. I haven't listened to that band in a long time. Yeah. His vocals, um, I can't think of his name right now. Um, I'm going to look it up real quick. Um, Go ahead, uh, and if you have any more while I'm doing this. I didn't, well, the only thing I didn't really get to on my list, and I hesitated even saying that because that's just such a fanboy thing for me, Mm. but is um, Therion. I just I, I I'll say they're underrated because I don't think they get the credit for developing symphonic metal 
the way other bands cough Nightwish do. And um, I think that they deserve a little bit more, um, even though they're well-known. Yeah. Uh, Christian Alvstrom. His his vocals are... There's three people that come to mind that do that the best, that, that really fucking heavy uh, growl, but sort of uh it it's very different because you can actually understand all everything about it it's christian alfstrom from scar symmetry he's been in a bunch of other stuff like miseration and stuff like that paul kerr from november's doom and dan swano yeah those three right there and i'll i'll give props to uh opes to to, to michael ackerfeld he he has a really good fucking death growl Oh, yeah, no. I mean, absolutely one of the best. That's why yeah. we love those albums so much. So those are my top four. Those are on my Mount Rushmore of <laughs> that style. Yeah, that's a good Mount Rushmore, yeah. Yeah. So one more song for you, my my good sir, and we'll uh, wrap up the episode. Um, So the band I mentioned earlier, Storm Warrior, that I feel like is just criminally un- underrated. Um, Let's do Heading North. That's a that's a classic. That's a great song to end on. What's the album from? Heading North. Heading North is the album. Heading North is the song. One of the great easy to do that power metal thrash albums of all time. Yeah. So I, I think this was a this was a fun show. We've yeah. uh, I think we've gone places nobody expected us to go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What's your uh? What's your favorite rock band of all time? Before we wrap it up. Jesus, that is a question. Yeah. Ah, favorite rock band. They could be overrated. They could be underrated. They could be properly rated. Any just for music reasons or personality reasons, because there's Mm. different scales. I think there, you know. Okay. Um, I I think just for everything involving them, the the records and the mute and the story, Guns N' Roses. I would say. Oh yeah, Guns N' Roses are good. Yeah, I'm gonna. uh, I have. I'm going to I'm going to say I'm just going to blurt some out here. I'm still a huge Beatles fanboy. Of course, you know my love of the Monkees. I'm going to say Tom Petty. I love Tom Petty. Um The Doors. Queen. These are all picks I did not expect. Foo Fighters. I like Foo Fighters a lot. I don't oh, know all, right. all their music, but I know a, a little bit. Yeah. Um I don't know who else. Um so I would say right next to guns for me would be like scorpions. Oh, scorpion. Like well, yeah. I could, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I could still consider them sort of metal though. You know what I mean? They're I, rock, but yeah. 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 It's uh, depends on what our definitions are. The rock zombies. I really like them. Yeah. I don't hmm. know. We're getting into way different ter- territory. We yeah. should, we should do that. We should do our top, Rock band covered by metal band episode. Okay, yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. That'd be fun, right? Yeah. All right. So uh, thanks for tuning in uh, to episode num- number 277. Um, of course, you can find us all over the inter- interwebs at msrcast.com, uh, metalgeeks.net. We're at msrcast on all the social medias and our sister show at Metal Geeks. We, uh, we just put a new episode of Metal Geeks out last week, which was a lot of fun. We really got into um, the governor of Florida fucking over Disney. Oh, uh, I've read about that. Yeah, yeah it was fun. Yeah. Um, not going to get into it now, but right. um, we had some things to say. Yeah. Um, listen to the podcast. Listen to the podcast. That's right. Um, 
And of course, if you're on Facebook, come check us out at the Metal Geek Society, where the the impetus for this episode came from. Um, and I think that's it. Uh, what about you? Uh, I'm at the metalpigeon.com and metalpigeon at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yes. So thanks for tuning in to us for so many years, keeping us underrated. We appreciate it. <laughs> and uh, one last thing we have to say. Keep it underrated metal. That's right.
listening to another fine podcast brought to you by MSR Productions. All rights reserved, blah, 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 blah. For reviews, archives of our podcasts, and all your other metal geekery needs, please visit metalgeeks.net. Keep it geeky. Keep it metal.